0: Find
1: here, iron Hello and welcome to Moving
2: Iron
0: Podcast And we are back again this month with the great folks from Axon Tire And uh, Axon Tire has been helping dealers move iron for the past hundred years For more information, go to axontire.com So we have, uh, we have a new guest here that she's never been on the show before Her name is Paige Seek You might know her as Paige Marsh, but she got married And so now she's, she's now Mrs. Page Seek. So how you doing,
2: Paige? I'm doing good, Casey. How are you?
0: Good, good, good. So how have things been? What have you been up to?
2: Yeah, they've been good. I feel like it's been a while since we've touched base, but um, July was a really busy month, especially for the marketing team. I feel like, well, for every team, but for the marketing team, we've been doing um, events, and then behind the scenes, we've been running a lot of campaigns. So doing a lot of things online, but also getting back into the rhythm of doing things in person. So... It's just been really good, and we have a really big event coming up in September, which you might be familiar with. Yep. Um, the so we're going to do that in Nashville. So we're just preparing for events and um, doing a lot of behind the scenes things. But yeah, it's been really busy, but busy is good.
0: Yeah. So I ran into Jesse and a few of the crew there at uh, Dealer Mind Summit down in Iowa City. Um, oh, did saw, you? I was action. You went. Yeah. Salmon action. How, they gave me a pretty cool, it? pretty cool coffee cup thing that they had. That was pretty neat. But it was good. You know, they had a good turnout. They had record turnout. They had, uh, um, you wouldn't think there'd be uh, as much information that you could just talk about just service by itself and not, not parts and everything that go along with that. But
2: I guess, I guess there is. So I'm just a dumb sales guy. So. But it was good. You know, good turnout. And uh,
0: just like usual, you guys put on a pretty good, a good, a good program there at your booth. You had plenty of stuff to give away, and and uh, it was a uh, it was a good turnout. So very, uh, very fortunate to have you guys as a partner here on the podcast.
2: Oh, thanks. We appreciate it.
0: All right, Paige. So who we got who we got with us today?
2: Yes. So we have Stuart Berardi, who is our management team leader at Axon, and then we also have Mr. Philip Berardi, who is our purchasing manager right so really happy to have these two here uh they have a lot of great knowledge to share with the audience today so i'm really excited to have you guys here
0: Nice to meet you casey yeah glad to have you guys on this is the first time you guys have been on so i promise it won't be too painful and we'll uh we'll uh we'll be nice Paige usually has all the tough questions she has to answer so she got those out of the way so you guys got the easy ones now it's true <laughs> <That's right. Thanks laughs> to you, casey. nice to meet you guys but too so much, uh, right on all right so let's talk about a few things here. So we've got a lot of stuff going on in the industry right now. Lead times, I don't know if they've gotten any worse, but they sure haven't gotten any better. You know, we've got inventory delays and across the board, I don't care if you're you're selling tractors or you're selling tow ropes or whatever it is you're selling, whatever material that goes into those seems to not make its way where it needs to be when it needs to be there so stuff can get made. So, um, you know, Philip, I guess from a, from a purchasing standpoint, when you're looking at what's going on out there, what kind of lead times are you guys seeing right now? Um, are you seeing any relief in sight on this stuff? And, and do you feel like the the market is kind of catching up to, I guess, is, is is supply catching up with demand here a little bit?
3: Yeah, thanks, Casey. First of all, appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. And um, it's a it's a tough world right now with, with yep. lead times. The uh, challenge is getting product as it, as it um, was back in the day is, is escalated. Uh, doubled and tripled lead times. Even even local suppliers, you know, where you think that they should be able to get them done quicker, sometimes ends up taking three, six, eight months. You know, yeah. it's like demand just gone going through the roof. You know, and, and lead times being extended, I think, has opportunities as well as uh, as downfalls um, in a way that you might say um, a new brand or a new line can actually take off fairly quickly um, because you have issues with one lead time with one vendor. You might have a company that's trying to get into the market that's able to provide product quicker. So it does have some benefits, but, you know, it's, it's not very um, – <laughs> it comes down to planning, really, and, and understanding what that looks like, um, forecasting with the sales guys. But uh, lead times have definitely gone through the roof. Um, that's where, you know, understanding what our focus is has been a huge priority for us. Um, trying to understand where we can help our customers. Right. So, is it like on my end, when
0: I'm looking at stuff coming out of factories and those kind of things, it's never anything consistent. That's the same thing over and over again. About the time they get one thing figured out, there's a brand new, you know, kink they throw at you. That's a whole other thing. And then they get that figured out and then it goes back to the previous thing that was the issue there. So, are you seeing a similar deal where it's the same? You know, it's just one thing after another and they get one thing solved and they're bouncing back and forth between issues there?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is same, um, you know, when I come down to an item level for, for this, you know, this item for this season or this item for the next season, you end up ordering, you know, a year in advance just to make sure you have it for the following season. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man, I'll tell you what, that, we're doing the same thing too, we're looking out, you know, at everything that we do. What what are we going to get for twenty three and and what how what's the lead times looking like that and, and what what do we need to have in the lot win and those kind of things and fighting through allocations and all these different things that come along with that and it's uh like I said I don't know that it's getting worse but it's sure not getting any better.
3: I think it creates creates more of the need for planning you know yeah. even on the farmers part just understanding okay what am I going to need you know a year from now or two years from now and and making sure that works. Talking to the guys and understanding what's in the pipeline and what should be in the pipeline if they don't
0: already have it in the pipeline. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So from uh, from an inventory standpoint, as you guys are you guys have a huge warehouse just piled full of stuff. How, is there any one thing that you're concerned about in your inventory right now that people should really be thinking about planning for um, over another product line you
3: might be carrying? Uh. Well, the, the biggest the biggest line we carry is uh, is the, the changeover for the, the spreader floats. Mm-hmm. Um, they they are continuously coming in and going out. Um, we have we have plenty on hand right now, but that could be a different story in, in two months. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we're we're scraping by on some of our big floater stuff for the sure. you know the new the new John Deere equipment where the 32s uh, or whatever for the the dry spreaders and. The, four, the four, those four-wheel drive spreaders or the Terragator three-wheelers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll get get some inventory in by the end of the this month or next month and um, be able to sell some, but it, yeah, it, sh- it can fluctuate very quickly. Yep. Uh, we're, we're actually doing pretty well in some combine sizes, um, surprisingly. You know, we, we did a order earlier in the year, and, and um, I think it helps to be on the same page with the manufacturers as well sure. as what what their A items are, you know, they're they're pushing, you know, the different types of models that they're pushing and understanding that, you know, which area we're in, we should be, you know, pushing that model as well. And if and that's, that's what they're producing, then, you know, we can get product.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Is there a – looking at it from a product perspective and, and, and kind of playing that, that game that you see going on, do you, do you see um, – because I've had this happen several times where something was supposed to show up six months down the road and then, you know, three weeks later, just kind of out of the blue shows up. Are you having stuff like that pop up where maybe some deadlines that they've given you aren't necessarily correct, where maybe it's longer than what they thought and then it's, you know, dramatically sooner than what they thought?
3: Yeah, and I think that's it's interesting you say that because I was literally just talking to a a supplier last week and and Mm -hmm. was talking about, like, okay, well, well, how do we eliminate that? Um, inconsistency you know that variability in supply is mm-hmm. is can just kill us you know and it's really understanding i think the the a items for the suppliers sure you know and, and from your aspect is as in what what do what do we stock and what can you use our inventory um to your advantage uh, more than just being narrowed into what i might want as a you know a buyer of a manufacturer's tires or as you as a maybe as a, a, a buyer of, of our tires to move your equipment. Sure. Um, but really looking at, okay, what are the items that I can tag on with that these customers are the other customers of Axon is using or the other customers of, you know, the manufacturer of the tire is using as well because then it can become a more stable um, supply because it can, they're producing them so much more. And, and like five twenty eighty five forty two is right. One of the most common combine tires and duels, and and um if if we have um them on hand in the in the season when we need them we'll sell them if we don't yeah. we can't you know it's done mm-hmm. and so th- that has actually been one of the sizes that have we've been able to secure good inventory of right now and much sooner than what we would have expected and it's like wow you know <laughs> i didn't really expect to have right. 150 tires on hand yeah. No, two months before the season starts, but yep. that's great. Yep. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like the old days, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. What are
1: you seeing, Casey, <clears throat> from your guys' standpoint on inventory? I mean, are you getting anything in on the lots, or, or not necessarily?
0: Yeah, we're, we're we're seeing we're seeing a big push. I mean, I think this last quarter of the year, you know, moving into you know, November, October, November, December, you know, these August, September timeframe, we're, we're going to see a big, a big kind of wave of machines come in. I think, I mean, if everything stays like it's supposed to, you know, everything stays on, on the uh, uh, order board like it's supposed to when it's supposed to get through, through the deliveries phase. But I mean, I think as you look at that, we're going to see some stuff there. The, the the flip side of that is all the used equipment come with that. A lot of that stuff has already been pre-sold and, um, and the trades coming in on the trades have been pre-sold, so we're just waiting for that, that new machine to show up to kind of start that, that chain reaction down the line. And that is a uh, you don't you don't see that very often. Um, and I mean, I don't say it very often. You see it, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that was a pretty common thing. Uh, having to see it today like this, where it's just so many used pieces are just sold right out one right after another. I we're we're going to be in a similar situation going into uh, going into the spring. You know, we're just going to have you know, if something comes in, it's probably going to be sold, and and we've got some pre-sold action there ahead of that. So we're gonna we're gonna struggle through that. Uh, I think through. Uh, I hope it's not all of 23, but into the first half of 23, we're gonna see some issues with that, and it's gonna to continue to be. Um, it's a good good problem to have. I mean, you're selling out all your inventory, so I mean, it's like it's not like it's. I'm not looking for yard art. You know, I'd love to have. I'd love to sell everything we got. You know, so it's it's a good problem to have. At the same time, you know, trying to get that. That uh, the right thing in for the right guy when he needs it, um, is, is going to continue to be a struggle for us. I think.
1: Yeah, we we've heard some of these horror stories of, of you know orders being canceled from some of these big manufacturers, but has that affected you guys too? Or
0: you know, I, I don't think so. We've we've been very uh very front, They've been very upfront with us, like here's what you're gonna get. And you go out and sell that and, and see what happens and, and we go from there. Um which also gives us a good opportunity, like I said, to go out and and offer some, some later model used equipment to somebody that might be wanted something new. Um but also to also open the door up to where we can um you know send some things to uh, you know other customers for next year you know it's like you know hey hang on we'll, we'll get you one next year and and that's been going well for us too but um you know just kind of looking at the overall economy what we see happening here i'm not really too concerned um with what we see happening from a from an overall economy i mean i think interest rates and inflation have got some people on edge um but it still feels like there's a fair amount of money out there and there's still a, 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 a lot of people that are wanting to spend that money it feels like to me and um haven't Haven't seen anybody say no to something yet that they said yes to start with, but I, I know that's coming. I mean, that's just that's just the nature of this business, and I, I, that that'll happen somewhere down the road. But um, I don't know. Are you seeing something similar to that with your with your the teams and stuff that you manage out there, Stuart? Are you are you seeing people where they're um, having a, you know having those conversations about Yeah, I was going to do this, but I'm not going to do it now because of you know whatever factors in play now.
1: Yeah, I mean, because I, I, we do dabble in the retail as well, yeah. so um, we do hear that from time to time with some of the, you know, the, the farmers themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I am just going to hold off. You know, I, I don't know exactly what they're waiting for because if we can't get a p- new piece of equipment, then you know, you know, we're sort of thinking that they can go ahead and put on a new set of tires. But sure, um, but there have been some hesitancy here and there. Um, uh, maybe that's just in our neck of the woods too, but. Um, but, you know, in the main, uh, things have continued to progress, so we're, we're definitely thankful for that, and um, yeah, there's a lot of quoting that happens right now that, you know, then somebody's got a, uh, you might have had a piece of equipment and they lost it because it's already
0: gone, so they, you know, we're quoting them something else, so right. there's a bit of that going on too, so. Yeah. So you brought up a good point there about, um, you know, they can't get the tractor they're looking for, so what's the hold up on getting the new tires. I and mean, that's, that's one thing we've talked quite a bit about at the dealership about, you know, what, what are we going to do with uh, the guy that, that had to put an extra season of use on something um, mm-hmm. and, and the parts and stuff that go into that and those kind of things and the reconditioning costs and all that stuff that play into that. Are you, are you seeing that a little bit where you, where you've seen some guy like your example there where, you know, maybe they were going to hold off on doing this, but now they're for sure going to move forward with it. Or they're, maybe they're looking at for some used tires, something like that to kind of replace the, uh, the worn tires they have now that they were hoping to trade off before they went back to the field.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that's it's definitely becoming a thing. I mean, obviously, um, it's a lot cheaper to buy a new set of rubber too. So yeah, than a whole new tractor. But um, yeah, if you can't get the tractor, that's a whole other situation. So no, we're definitely seeing that.
0: No, yeah. when you're it, talking, oh, go ahead.
1: No, well, I'm just going to say we've definitely kind of noticed that in our, you know, retail and wholesale right. segments of the business where they're, you know, that's really kind of taken off somewhat. So I think that's definitely happening
0: out there. Yeah, We live in this world of you better buy it today because it's the cheapest it's going to be. You know, the cheapest day was yesterday type of thing. So, I mean, when you're talking with people right now and you're looking at price increases and all these different things that go into play, how are you, how are you kind of coaching them through that? You know, don't wait because, you know. One, we may not have it. And two, it might be more expensive when you decide to make that move.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's. Um, we, we've definitely been able to, uh, you know, sell quite a bit that way. Um, I would say, I mean, people, and and it was it was the truth. Um, um, I, I would say it's maybe slowing down somewhat, but mm-hmm. it was the truth. It was literally, you know, we had people, you know, sort of buying, especially um, in the construction market, you know, just tons of ag tracks because they thought they, you know, we going to have their tracks for their scraper tractors and whatnot. Oh, sure. So, um, yeah, you had you had a bit of that going on, and, and it was legitimate. Um, and, yeah, when you're talking a 12-month lead time, and, you know, I think just the whole industry has kind of had to kind of adjust to this whole new way of thinking. Um, I'm sure you guys are seeing it too, but just, yeah. you know, how many things are, you know, pre-sold and, and whatnot. I think it just took a minute for everything to kind of, kind of turn around and get used to that. But yep. whether we see that for forever,
0: I don't know. What your thoughts are on that? But I, I you know, I like, I like the fact of, you know, scarcity creates opportunities to make make money in anything, right? You know, see so that opportunity there. Um, I, as much as I would, I like the the backside of what we see happening with with our profitability and those kind of things that's that's great um, we you know in this business you don't get many years um, that we get to make a real real bunch of money and, and, and really make a good profit you know we're as profitable as a, as the guys buying stuff from us um, unfortunately we can't sell combines to the to the residential guy in uh, downtown Chicago or someplace like that we'd have a hard time selling them something like that so uh, we we're really Really, really hanging on uh, the the farm economy and what that what those commodity prices look like and how those things roll together and you know when our customers make money we get to make money and uh, I yeah. think that's the uh, that's the that's the ecosystem that I think people don't realize you know we're as we're as successful as our farmers are that we work with and yeah. and uh, I think that's uh, probably something that's kind of take for granted sometimes is that you know we we <laughs> we can only make. Make money when you make money, and that's and that's when you're not doing good, we're not doing good. So it's just how it, it's just one of those those things that kind of ebbs and flows together. But you brought up a good point, and I think that's something that's overlooked when it comes to um, what what you guys are doing. I think is on the construction side. I think you guys have a have a good footprint over there on the construction side, especially you know I see a lot of videos with skid steers and those kind of things and what that looks like. What's that market feel like right now? Um, you seeing a slowdown with that that side of the marketplace because. I tell you what, for interest rates to jump like they've jumped, I drove across, you know, I eighty from Scottsville, Nebraska, which is like 30 miles from Wyoming, all the way to Iowa City, which is like 50 miles from Illinois, and every, I, there were more houses going up than I than I could than I really thought there would be that much activity, still. And I mean, I, mean, I guess, what are you guys seeing from that that side of your business?
1: It's not slowing up right no. now.
0: Um,
1: I'm sure it will. If, you know, obviously these continues um I'm sure it will but um you know it, it just seems to be so much demand out there even for that it's it's yeah. amazing um so no it's it's been going strong and, you know it, i'm sure it's different in different parts of the country so uh from that aspect but no here here in central iowa it just seems to keep keep cranking so yeah you know, we, we appreciate that but yeah. no just and, and, and yeah we've had a couple of years um but one of the things I just wanted to mention is, you know, we've, we really had to kind of take that and invest it back in inventory. Um, because these, this, this cost is, is just going up. So, yep. Um I think I was just looking the other day and, you know, we've had an increase in our actual cost of inventory of upwards of 60%. Yep. And so it's just, you know, we, we want to keep, keep things on hand for people. Um, but it, it's, you know that's just the other the other aspect of it is it's it's gonna cost us to do to do that as well so mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's uh the uh, the, the cost to hold stuff right now is is definitely something to pay attention to and when you start looking at your overall overall inventory and what that looks like because it's like you mm-hmm. said I mean you want to keep stuff around but at the same time you gotta make sure you have the right stuff to set around that way you can get get that turn that you're looking for on your inventory
3: mm-hmm.
0: right. On. All right, fellas. Well, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And, you know, this is my favorite part of the podcast right here when, when Paige comes on and tells us what the, what the giveaway is. This is it's like Christmas morning for me every time we do this.
2: <laughs> well, Casey, okay, this time it's not as different from the June giveaway that we did, but we were giving away those Axon mouse pads. Right. And this time we're giving away Axon desk pads. So I wish right I had one here to show you the actual size, but they're just a little bit bigger than a mouse pad. You can set them right on your desk. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have the tire size conversion chart and then the load index and then a bunch of other facts on there, too. So you definitely want one of these um, Axon Tire desk pads. Right on. Um, and you can get one by emailing marketing at axontire.com. Right just on. email us your First,
0: last name, address, and we'll get one sent out to you. Those things, I saw one at, at
2: the. Uh, oh, did you? I was yeah. gonna ask. Yeah. yeah, I didn't.
0: I didn't grab one, but I saw one, and, and you they, were
2: waiting for the podcast. I was waiting
0: for the them. podcast, I, mean, I was like, yeah. I want to spoil it for everybody. Come on, sure. you know. Yeah. But it, was, it was there, but they they are nice. You can they're you know, they're big enough to where you, it's like a. I've got one on my desk now that it's not the Axon one, but it's it's one on my desk now that I use, and it's it's really nice it's like a huge giant mat but it's a giant mouse pad and it works out great so
2: yeah they're really handy
0: they are very handy all right Paige. one more time with where you can get that freebie at
2: yep if you email your first and last name and then the address you want it sent to to marketing at axontire.com and we will get one sent your way
0: right on and uh philip if folks want to reach out to you guys philip and stear if you guys want to reach out to you guys what would be the best way to do that
3: uh, you can reach me on email at philip.berardi at cfitire.com. CFI Solutions is the overall um, group, uh, access on Tire and then CFI Tire Service, so uh, that would be the best way. Right on. Yep, and you can reach me at uh, stuart.berardi
1: at
0: cfitire.com. Right on. Paige, if folks want to reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? Yep. You got a new email this now, time. so you, you have to put it on. I out, got right? a new email.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be page.seek, which yeah. is S-I-E-C-H at CFI tire.com.
0: Right on. So. Right on. Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys being on the podcast. Look forward to seeing everybody at the Moving Iron Summit here coming up here in September. Thank you very much, Casey. Thank, right Thank you, Casey. All right. On. I'm, Casey. right on. I'm Casey Seymour. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can find me on Instagram. No, not Instagram. I already said that one. You can find me on LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast. And also check out the video version of this podcast on the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, check that out there. got a good friend of mine named Alex Trechenko over in Ukraine. Uh, giving out uh, humanitarian aid to uh, all the people over there. He sent me a video the other night of an air raid siren going off and crazy things flying around the sky. So he's in the middle of all that. So going to help him out. There's a GoFundMe link in the show. Link's check that out. If not, go to GoFundMe and look up Help Alex Transport humanitarian aid from uh poland to ukraine and you can help them out there so with that i'm casey seymour with philip stewart and miss page let's my folks out axon tire is going to have more tips tricks and client advice throughout the year and in september at the moving iron summit in nashville if you're looking to sign up for the event please head over to movingironllc.com we hope to see you there Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800 657 4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com.
1: Find us here.
2: Moving on.